Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty here in San Diego. And my name is Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics you need to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. Rather than guessing at what you want to hear about, we just listen to you and what you want to hear about. So if you have something you want to hear about, go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, join our Facebook private group, our referral network, and our email newsletter where we share a lot of tips and tricks, and get dialed in with our video content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind. It's currently half off, um, so you can go to thewhistleway.com and get dialed in with that and learn everything Brian and I have learned over the last seven plus years of creating thousands of video together to help shortcut your learning curve when it comes to creating video in your markets. Uh, if you enjoy the show today, uh, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Let YouTube know you're enjoying the show. Throw a comment down in the comment section if you have some questions. And if you want to get notified every time we drop a new episode of the show, you can go uh, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review on there, it would mean a lot to us. Um, those reviews, one review makes a huge difference in podcast land. So it's tough uh, they're to very, them. very hard to get. Yeah. So we would appreciate you taking the hard action to write a review on whatever platform it is you're listening to us on. All right, Brian, what do we got today? So today we have a question directly from thewhistleway.com. Uh, Melissa went to the website, filled out this question, and uh, it was a fantastic question. And I don't know the answer you're going to give, Kyle, so I'm really excited. Nobody knows. Uh, this is from Melissa McKinsey. Her question is, what is the most valuable tool for a newly formed real estate team to implement? What is the most valuable tool for a newly formed real estate team to implement? Okay. Um, I'm assuming if this is somebody looking for like a sexy magic button, like I just hit this and, and everything just automatically works. That would be uh, great. Why don't we do so that? so great, just, yeah. What's that one tool? But I don't want to be like the coaches that do that and tell you that there's a magic button and this is what revolutionizes your business. Um, as I turn my mug around. Um, <laughs> some of you will pick up on that. It's all good. Um, so the key when starting a team to being successful is setting proper expectations up front to your established standards. That's the magic of running a successful team. What tool is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's called running a business tool. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is the most important thing when you're starting up a team is one, you've got to establish what are your standards um, so it's got to be very clear when somebody is joining your team, what can they expect from you? What do you expect from them, right? Set some standards of expectations, um, both ways, because you can't have a relationship that is all what they can expect from you, which I see is a huge mistake. A lot of people make when they're starting a team, it's just like, join my team and I'm going to give you the world. I'm going to give you all these leads and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and you just you, have to be alive yeah and just fog this mirror like getting a loan back in the the early 2000s um and then you just get all these leads like that's what i see a lot of team leaders do they're so obsessed over what they're going to do for their team members that they don't actually um tell the team members what they need them to do for them so i think it's a huge mistake so you've got to make it clear hey that's awesome stack the cool build your value proposition know it inside and out be able to clearly articulate that value proposition to somebody joining your team. 
But you also got to have a set of standards in place. And I think that's where most people screw up is letting somebody know. Like on our team, we run quartiles. So we make it very clear based on your quartiles, which our quartiles are established based on your production. Depending on how many transactions you had in the last 90 days, you're either going to be in bronze, silver, gold, or platinum. Then based on the quartile that you're in, we have different sets of expectations. If you're in bronze, meaning you haven't been closing at least one transaction a month. Now be clear, that's like 800,000 a month in our market. Um, I just, I think it's important, right? I agree. Because if you're in, you know, I've got friends in like Corpus Christi, Texas, like if you're closing one transaction a month there, you're also, you know, um, on food stamps, like, yeah. right. You're, you're rough here. One a month's 800 in Corpus Christi. You got to close like five or six a month to hit that 800. So it's very relative. So just, that's another thing too, um, is make sure you're comparing apples to apples when you're talking about other teams. Um, so set those expectations for us. It's the, how many closings per month. And now the expectations vary. So we have things like role plays, um, on the phone, we have role plays in person. We have open houses, we have office meetings, we have segments within our uh, follow-up boss CRM. We have a variety of things that we expect out of the agents. Now the expectations lighten up as people move through the quartile. So if you are in bronze, you're expected to be on pretty much everything. A little bit of slack, but not a whole lot. Like pretty much you need to be role-playing every day. You need to be on the huddles every day, right? You need to do things every day. Where my people who are in platinum, who are typically closing, you know, 2 million a month, roughly. Um, you know, I don't need to be on top of them as much. I don't need you role-playing every day. I don't need you at every meeting. Like, I don't need you at everything because clearly you know what the hell you're doing. And they're busy. Yeah, they're and you're busy. Clients. So I don't want to get in the way of you going out and producing. Still need you to come in and, and at least keep your sword sharp and role-play once a week, do an open house once a month. Like, you know, I still need you to do a little bit, but I don't need you to do the same as the brand new agent who just got their license. So we adjust our expectations based on the production of the agent. And then at the same time, we also establish what they can expect from us. So now we lay out what lead sources are you going to get? What price points of leads are you gonna get? What appointments are you gonna get? Um, what different um, channel partner accounts do you get turned on to? Things like that. And same thing there is as you work your way up to platinum, you get the better lead sources, you get the higher price points, where when you're in bronze, you still have to prove yourself to a certain extent um, to work your way up the ladder. And our system is designed where once you work your way up to gold and platinum, it's pretty hard to fall back, right? Like, cause now you're getting the best quality leads, the highest price points, like it's a lot easier to stay in those core tiles, which we want everybody in gold and platinum. In a perfect world, I want the whole company in gold and platinum. So. That's how we've established ours. If you guys want copies of what we do, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kyle Whistle. I'm happy to share those with you. That's pretty um, solid. It's, that's, I didn't know if you were going to do that. I was going to ask. It's going to be a lot of DMs, but it's cool. That's a that's a pretty heavy uh, ask. That's, that's a lot great. of work that went into that. That's yeah. a that's a big one. That's that's going to be a lot of DMs. It's cool. It's going to start some <laughs> conversations. We'll see where those conversations go. Um, so I think that those expectations setting that up front, having some established standards, and then actually, you know, tracking and measuring these things, right? Because now that we Just brought hard. somebody on, that that's a huge challenge. I mean, now we're up to like 60 agents tracking all that for 60 people. That's a job. Like on that's a, weekly a full basis. job. Yeah. Yep. But we got to realize like, I mean, shit, one lead source alone, we're spending over 30,000 a month on a single lead source. Yep. 
So you can't go spend 30 plus thousand dollars a month on a lead source, right? That's over $300,000 a year, probably 400. I can't spend 400 grand a year on a lead source and not make an investment in somebody to actually make sure we're maximizing that lead source. So yeah. um, that's a huge, huge thing for us. So I would say that's, that's the number one thing people screw up is they don't have established standards. They don't set proper expectations and therefore their team goes nowhere. But it's, you don't need a, a special lead source, a special CRM, a special this, a special app, like none of that. You don't need any of that if you don't have some established standards and expectations. So now I want to talk about the special button, the, the easy button. And I kind of, we talked about this a little bit. There was, again, there is no one that was, that was sarcasm. Um, but one of the things we've talked about is one thing that our team does better than most teams. I don't want to say all teams, but most teams is we are so dialed in with our tech. Someone asked me, okay, so these nine systems, are those all you have? I'm like, no, that's not a, a third of them. So what I, again, what I don't want to do is I don't want to say, hey, you need to sign up for, especially for a newly formed team. No, you should not have the 50 systems that we have. It, it doesn't make sense. But I know, I kind of want to break it down, which, in which order should you get which systems? So I know we've talked about in podcasts previously, um, the first hire you should have is an assistant. If you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant, that whole thing before you go to the buyer's agent and, and grow out your team that way. I want to do the same thing with a, a, a team. Let's just, let's just assume it's a small team, a team leader, maybe an assistant, maybe a couple agents. Let's say, let's say four people on the team. And let's assume they have nothing. They have no website, they have no CRM, they have no email, like from the ground up. And we don't need to go all the way down. But what do they start with? And let's do like the first five or six or seven systems that they need. Okay. Um, number one is gonna be Google, I believe it's now called Workspace. They change the name all the time. It used to be G Suite. Now I believe it's called Google Workspace. Uh, but I think that's a non-negotiable. If you're going to run a business, you've got to have business URLs. You cannot run a business with killerkitty69 at gmail.com. Like that shit's not going to fly anymore. My email? <laughs> um, I literally got an email. Uh, this I guess I probably won't share this because it could be considered racist. But let's just say it was something that related to the person's race in the email um and then it was at gmail.com like it was just like you gotta be fucking kidding me like you're a professional realtor and you have like a race identifier in your email like it necessary. was just awful it was so bad um and it wasn't racist it was just a race identification in, in a non-professional way um it was it was tacky as hell but Killer Kitty 69 is still appropriate. If you're on OnlyFans and that's your business, yes. Well, fuck. <laughs> All right, got to get OnlyFans. So <laughs> Google Workspace, the, the key thing that that's going to do for you is allow you to have professional emails. Um, it's also going to allow you to monitor, you know, the, have control over the email accounts for the people that are a part of your organization. Um, so I think that's a non-negotiable. You have to have that. There's this, what does it cost? It's like five or ten dollars a month i don't even know what it costs we finally we Pretty had legacy user. i got like 15 years free on it and they yeah. literally just started charging us this year they finally cut us off yeah. but it's cool we had a good run google we appreciate 15 years yes, i'm not the guy who's going to complain you're charging me for something you've been charging everybody else for for 15 years so it's cool <laughs> um all right so that's number one um i would say number two is you have to have a solid crm and you could either be running an all-in-one CRM. Um, so you could run like our brokerage at eXp provides everybody with KV Core. 
That is your website on the front end, the IDX search on the front end. That's the CRM on the back end to manage your clients. It's also the, um, it's like a marketing platform on the back end as well. So it's a really good all-in-one solution. We were a lot of times refer to those as platforms. And you can get that whether you're with EXP or not. Correct? Yeah. So that's a cool thing with KV Core is it's not owned by the brokerage. Like I actually have somebody who just moved to the brokerage this past week and they were at another brokerage previously and they were using the broker's CRM. Ugh. Well, when they left the brokerage, CRM is gone. Now they got to start all over from scratch and which a Pain lot of times you can you can import and stuff, but whatever. We're not talking about that because we're starting from scratch. You have zero, yeah. so yeah. KV so is a good CRM. If your bro- whatever your broker provides that they do not own, I want to make that really clear. You do not want to ever use a broker-owned CRM because if you ever leave the broker, you're leaving the CRM. So not only do you have to change your brokerage, but now you have to change your entire CRM. So I'm personally not a okay. fan of using a broker-owned CRM. I don't think it's a smart idea. Um, you will not find any of the top teams. The um, we just submitted like our real trends numbers. Nobody on the top real trends list is using the broker owned shit. Like it's not happening. And usually the brokers are good at being real estate teams. They're not the best at being the best tech team. No. And some so, of them have tried and they've realized that was a really stupid idea and they're now changing course. All right. So KB um, Core is a good basic. Yeah. One. Or for us, we've you know we we are not an all in one type of. Uh, company we like to bolt our everything together we're not like a let me go buy a car off the lot at the dealership let me custom build my car um, so we have a you know we bolted multiple pieces together um, so we use follow-up boss is kind of the hub and then our spokes are things like Ylopo and call action all these different systems if you're just starting out that's probably overkill uh, for some of you but if it's not you know, happy to go deeper. We can do another episode with like our actual tech stack. Yeah. Um, but for most of you, for most of you that are tuned in right now, you just need to run with a solid all-in-one CRM. We used to use Boomtown's a good platform. Um, Chime, KV Core, Sierra Interactive. There's a lot of good platforms out there. Um, and a lot of brokerages will provide a platform for you. So EXPR brokerage provides KV Core. That's solid. Cool. All right. So we got good email. We've got a CRM. Yeah. And then I would say the third component, because I don't think you need a million. You need some sort of project management software. You got to have something that allows you and your team members to collaborate on projects together. So uh, we initially used a a software called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, and Trello worked really well. It's very simple and it's visually appealing. It's web-based, app-based. It's it's very easy to use. We Initially, we use that for a ton of different things. Transaction management, listing management, simple do-doing-done boards. Um, so that was what we initially used. And we use the free version, which they, they have, have a paid a, version, which yeah. you can do a bunch of stuff with. I haven't ever messed around with it. Um, but I, I think their paid version is, is a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um we now use a system called Monday, which it's funny. What I've, it's really funny to me. There's certain things you have to say .com after. Otherwise, it sounds weird. Like nobody says like, oh, I got 40 leads from Realtor last month. They always say I got 40 leads from Realtor.com. Yep. Monday is another one of those where I've just found everybody says Monday.com because yeah. it sounds weird. Like, oh, I use Monday. Like, huh? It's a weird one. So I, you I, have to like clarify .com. So Monday.com Yeah, a lot of times our, with my team, I'm like, hey, did you put that on Monday? He's like, not even no, on Friday. Isn't like, it Friday, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Monday.com is one of those that, um, yeah, you just say .com. 
but that is our preferred project management software. Um, I look at monday.com as a combination of three things. It is aesthetically pleasing like Trello. It's got all the data and function of Google Sheets. And it has the integrations and automations of Zapier. So instead of having to have all three of those systems, Which you could do. utilize <laughs> yeah, that one system in Monday allows you to do all of those together. And so we use Monday for this is the way I've described it to people is if there is a software specifically made to solve a problem, we use that software. So yeah. for example, we use open to close for transaction management. Open to close is made to literally take you through the open to close of an escrow or a contract, whatever you call it in your state. They so therefore there's a software made for that. So we use that. There is not a software, at least not one that I'm aware of that's made for tracking outbound referrals. Most of us like send an outbound referral and just six months later, hope a check just shows up in the mailbox. There's most of us have no system. I don't know of a, a system that's built around that. So therefore we built that project inside of Monday. So now we have a way to one, send the referrals out and then two, stay on top of those referrals to make sure that when they do convert that we get paid. So that would be an example of how we use Monday is to um, do projects like tracking outbound referrals. We use it to track appointments that are set. We use it to track events that we're planning within the company. We use it for our leadership team to um, work on issues like we use it for all things that existing systems are not built for. So you, those are the top three. I think there's a couple more. Where do you want to go with it? I want to I was trying to keep it simple. It but was. Though I think those are the three like non-negotiables. What else do you The got? next one I have is some sort of communication platform. Okay. So with that said, you could, with Google Workspace, they do have an internal communication system that is a competitor to Slack. Um, we did demo it and ultimately decided it wasn't for us. Um, because the thing that it lacked was the ability to thread conversations. And what that means is think about Facebook Messenger versus Facebook.com. In Facebook Messenger, every message somebody sends, everybody gets notified that's in that, that thread. We found that once you get a thread that gets up to like 20 plus people, those threads get so freaking noisy that it's really hard to follow. And a lot of times people just tune out. Um, now think about regular Facebook. If somebody puts a post up, if you comment on that post, you're going to get notified of other people's comments on that post. Or if you don't have a comment, but you want to see what people post, you could hit, um, the menu button and tell me, notify me of replies to this post. But if you don't, you don't have to see all of that stuff. So, so if yeah, if that's a threaded conversation versus a non-threaded, which is what you have in messenger. And if you've got a team of four or five, Probably not something you need to start right away. So that's a good point. Um, and Google has some other cool things with their chat, but also their, they called Google Meetings or basically their Zoom uh -huh. competitor. Yeah, so, so that can be an all-in-one yeah. for that. I think from a lot of people starting a team today, I think, what is it called? We literally tried demoing it. Um, my ops man or my COO and I, we tried to demo it for like a few weeks. It's called Spaces. Okay. 
called spaces. So you can have different spaces. You could have like your operations space, your sales space, your marketing space, right? You could have spaces. But the problem that we found was there was just not a clear way to thread this stuff. Um, so it just got so, so noisy. So that was why it didn't work for us. The last thing that I can think of off the top of my head is having a way to track your numbers so you can um, inspect what you expect, ha having a way to see how each of your team members are doing. Um, that's the last thing that I think is kind of... Let me Before you dive into it, I want to finish this thought that we okay. started. Because where I see a lot of people make a mistake with having a communication platform is they build a Facebook group for their company. We've done that. We did. We That is... A horrible he, idea. When he says, when I see a, a mistake a lot of people make, it's usually, we made this for a long time. <laughs> Fact. Um, yeah, so we did this. We had a Facebook group, a Whistle Realty uh, Facebook group. You understand, you're now forcing people, and now I've learned this, most of our agents we've hired that are under like 25 don't have Facebook. So now we have to force them to make a Facebook account. Um, they don't even know how to use Facebook. They're totally lost. But then now you're forcing them to go use Facebook, Facebook's job is to hold people's attention for as long as possible. So you're not forcing somebody to go to something with it's the sole purpose of that system is to distract people and take their attention away from whatever it was that they were doing. Just think about that logically if that's smart or not, right? Like that's a horrible idea. The last thing you want to do is pull people's attention away from business, but that's what Facebook does. So don't to a Facebook group because you're encouraging people to go to something that takes their attention away. Um, the alternative is you just hire only people with iPhones and then you can basically have your own custom thing inside of iMessage. And if you go to hire somebody and the bubble turns green, you just tell them, sorry, not sorry. I literally, I'm not kidding you. I know teams that do this. Um, that because, would be part of your expectations and standards. Yes, <laughs> you must have an iPhone. Um, because if you're, everybody's on iPhone, you can have threads, you can have an ops thread, a sales thread, all that. You can add and subtract people freely. Um, as soon as you add one Android in the mix, yeah, it's over. Unless you have a Mac, though, that doesn't work. I, I don't like text. I'd rather be on my computer yeah. communicating. So with a Mac, super easy, not so much with a PC. Yeah. Um, okay, so go to your last one, which is tracking numbers. Tracking numbers. Do you think that's super valuable for a, a young team? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I think you've got to track and measure everything in your business. I guess another one would be having accounting software. So we'll go five. Let's make this five. Okay. Uh, so number four is you got to have something to track and measure performance. The system we use is Sisu, S-I-S-U. That's what we currently use. It's not cheap, but it's the best by a mile. Um, but we used to use Google Sheets. We used to um, have all the data go into Google Sheets and make these really hideous, ugly dashboards, and, and we could display data that way. It uh, worked. It worked, it's, right? It's a lot easier when you have a small team yes. to do something like that, but it's not scalable. Yeah, but you could use Google Sheets. Um, if You could use your project management software. You could do it in Monday if mm -hmm. you wanted to. Um, but you've got to have something to track. So you got to know, you know, what are you spending your money on? What's your return on investment? Um, which agents on your team are actually converting, which ones aren't converting, who's closing. Like, you got to be able to track all of that stuff. So and what, having some sort of system for it. Again, Google Sheets, yeah, we use that for probably five years. And one thing real quick on when you're talking about who's, who's uh, performing, who's not performing, one thing that CSU has that's really neat is they can tell you who's performing on what lead source. So we may have 
Agent A crush it on Zillow, but not do well on this other one, and Agent B crushes it on the other one, but not well on Zillow, fine, you get all the Zillow leads, you get all the this leads, and, and really kind of go towards their strength. So yeah. I think that's that's a report that they have that I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely got that. We've got, um, we won't drop specific names, but there's the one that I've always gone to bat for. I'm like, you give this guy low-hanging fruit, and he's crushing it, I almost right? said his name. <laughs> this guy crushes. You get him the stuff that's further down the funnel, he's fantastic. You give him the lead that's 12-plus month months out, not a fucking chance. But then there's other people who are great at those long-term leads. They love to build the relationship and nurture and hold their hand. Um, so it's it's good to know who's stronger where. And right, you want to put your offensive players on the field when your team is on offense. You want to put your defensive players on the field when you're on defense. Don't put your quarterback on the field when the other team has the ball. Like that's just not what you do. <laughs> like you got to put the right you know personnel on the field. Cool. Yeah. Um, accounting. Number five is accounting. Yeah, you got to actually like know if you're making money or not. Um, I sure admittedly, I was not. <laughs> I was not strong at this. Your bank account is not an accounting software. <laughs> uh, so there are some free options out there. Um, I don't even know what any of them are anymore. I just know that they now. They probably charge now. We use QuickBooks. I mean, QuickBooks is the best there is, best there ever has been, best there probably ever will be. QuickBooks is is where it's at. So and there's QuickBooks, another one called FreshBooks. There's well, another QuickBooks integrates one. well too with a lot of things, right? It does. Yeah. So. QuickBooks is the gold standard when it comes to accounting. Yes, it costs money. You're running a business. This is one of those things you actually spend money on. You got to know how much money you're making on a monthly basis. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not terribly expensive. No, like. No. It costs money, so it's not free, but it's not $10,000 a year. Correct. Where some of the systems, depending on the size of your team, can easily get that way. Right. So, cool. I think those were good. There you go. There's five systems that you need to run a team. To start up a team, a newly formed team. Yeah. There you go, Melissa. I watch you. I'm like, I already have all those five. What next? Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Here's my easy button. <laughs> looking for the easy button cool cool well hopefully you guys got some value out of that we'll dive into our whistle widget of the week here in a minute but before we do if you're enjoying the show today if you are watching on youtube hit the thumbs up button let you to know you're enjoying it if you got a question throw it in the comment section and if you want more of this hit the subscribe button and little notification bell on youtube if you're listening on a podcast platform uh, if you could hook us up with a review on there that means a lot to us if you got a question you want to have us address on a future episode of the show you go to the whistleway.com you can ask us questions on there. Subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. You can join our referral network, email newsletter, and private Facebook group where we share a lot of tips and tricks. And get dialed in with a 50% off discount on our video content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind. All that at thewhistleway.com. And before we wrap, we like to finish with something we refer to as the Whistle Widget of the Week. Something that saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. Yeah, so mine is for PC users. If you're a Mac user, I'm sure, Kyle, you have a, a solution for this. Um, but I was getting tired of the snipping tool in, on PC, um, and I think they even have a newer version. I just didn't like it so much. So I was looking for a new tool that I can take screenshots of um, my, my computer and easily copy and paste it. And so the tool I found um, after a little bit of searching is called ScreenRec, um, Screen R-E-C, uh, and it's pretty neat. You can uh, draw out the, the area that you want to take a picture of. You can do photo or video. I haven't done any video for it yet. You probably have to pay or something if it's over a certain length. But you can do photo or video. And then you can do 
quick annotations, um, you know, with arrows or chat bubbles or whatever, and then you can easily copy it to a link or the clipboard. And so um, I, I love copying things to the clipboard and pasting it on in quickly. Um, pretty neat. So far, I really like it. Cool. Um, the one I got for you guys, this is a feature that has existed on Facebook for a while that did not exist on Instagram, and it's called Favorites. So Instagram, for a while, you had your close friends. You could do the, the inner green circle, but there's a new thing called Favorites. So when you go into your Instagram app up in the top left, you it defaults to people that you are following, but you can also, you'll now see there's an option for Favorites on there. And so what's cool is if there maybe there's particular clients that you're trying to build relationships with, maybe you're trying to recruit agents to your team, um, you can favorite them. Maybe there's certain um, you know influencers, vendors, channel partners, stuff like that that you're trying to build relationships with. You can now save all of those people as favorites. And now you can see them and only them in your feed and get rid of all the nonsense which can be really good because if you're trying to build relationships to, with people, a really good way to do that is to engage with them on social media. So I encourage you to leverage this favorites feature both on Facebook and now on Instagram as well. Where do you, so I see the three dots you hit add to favorites. Yep, and Where, then now when you're on your main Instagram feed, just hit the word Instagram and now you'll see following and favorites on there. Hey! And so now it just lets you see only the, the select few that you really want to see because uh, a lot of, us, when we got on Instagram, we literally followed everybody and their mom and their dad and their brother and their sister. And there's like 5 million people you follow, but you don't really want to see all of them. Now you could maybe just pick the like 10 or 20 that you really want to follow and see their stuff all the time. Do you know if there's a limit to how many people? Uh, Facebook is 40. I'm going to guess Instagram's probably around the same. Cool. But Facebook, it's a max of 40 on there. Cool. All right, guys. Cool. Well, with that said, we're going to wrap the show up again. My name is Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi. Thanks for tuning into the show. We'll see you next week. Later, guys.